be starting this session very soon. I guess it's already in the house. We are raising nation giants in Tomlin in the I see you Pastor Tola, Pastor Tola is already in the house, so go ahead and start telling people to join, share the link. It's gonna be an amazing session tonight. And I'm listening to a very powerful worship song released by the worship minister of the Evening Nation Ministry. You can get it on Spotify, Apple, Google, uh, Google Music, any online music store you can think about. Shayla Bad by Olami Gilna Wow. She's the worship leader of the Evening Nation Ministry. Go ahead and follow on Instagram, like a page on Facebook, download the music. If you have to buy to support, you know, our ministry, just go ahead and do that. I'm, I'm enjoying it right now. So, so it was released today, so you're listening to it like, and then we're going to start in the session. So, thank you, Jesus. Tola, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. Wow. How are I'm you doing? doing great, doing great. Such an honor to have you here. Thanks so much for accepting to be online with me on Instagram today. Uh, it's my pleasure. Yes, sir. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so how's Canada? Oh, well. Uh, it's really sunny these days. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, that's a bit of a luxury to us. Right. Yeah, it's, it's summer. I think it's summer in uh, most European countries right now because it's summer right here. It's getting hot. Yes. So, yeah, it is getting hot. And um, when you have experienced um, minus 28, minus 32, mm -hmm. um, yeah, this this feels good. Yeah. And how's the family, sir? Family's great. Awesome. Thank God. How's yours? Well, we're doing good. We're doing good. Enjoying, good. enjoying this good. season. You know, nice. we can't complain. <laughs> yes. So um, for everyone watching online, welcome to the Raising Nation Giants with Tomoli and um, I'm excited tonight for those watching in Nigeria. I believe it's 8 p.m. right now. I have Pastor Toller sitting in the house with me. He's an awesome big brother, someone I respect so much. And um, we're going to be having an amazing session tonight. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an imposition and a good place to to get your notepads. And um, I'm promising that after this session, it's going to be available on all audio podcasts tomorrow, and also on my YouTube channel, so you can get a watch, share with people, and also to revive yourself in areas where you could be distressing. Okay, so uh, I always love my guests to pray. So, uh, Pastor Tola, will you please start us out in prayer? All right. Um, okay, so let's pray. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for a chance to come together and share your word. Lord, as we share, we receive your wisdom Amen. and we receive insight Amen. in the name of Amen. Jesus. 
uh, we ask that you speak to everyone taking part in this, everyone that will listen um, later on. Lord, as we share your word, give us the courage uh, to believe and to act. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, sir. So let's start with this. Um, I know Pastor Toller to be a pastor, speaker, um, life coach, and a trainer. You know, but I believe there's other amazing things about you that people don't know. So I'd like you to introduce your humble self to everyone listening right now. Um, okay, thanks. Uh, my name is Tola Sidi, right? Uh, yes, I I do all of those things that you've heard. Um, I fasted for quite a few years. Um, almost 20 wow. in total. Um, yeah, I've done, I, I do a lot of counseling. I, I do a bit of coaching, right? Trainings, I've, I've done all of that. Uh, the interesting part is suddenly I'm beginning to feel that there may be other sides to me that I haven't known. Okay. Right? That I haven't walked into. Um, and it's, it's the good thing about this season, right? It, it kind of just um, presses the reset mm. button for everybody. Yes. Right? So, yes. Um, so maybe who I am now is someone that um, is keeping it calm and waiting for the next thing God wants okay. to do. Right? But all of, all of those things you listed, yes. Yes. Um, but I'm in progress as mm-hmm. well. And so so may, maybe we'll be talking next month or two months from now and you hear, oh, he's into business. Or <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I'm in progress. All of those things you said, but I'm in progress. Amen, amen, amen. And um, for those who know, like I, I know this, uh, you know, we we got used to knowing Pastor Tola as being one of the associate pastor at Daystar, you know, Christian Center in Lagos, Nigeria, before you moved down to Canada. So can you just, you know, tell us in brief what the experience was like, you know, because you know, for someone like me, you know that uh, that change, that explosion came. You know, it came out of nowhere. I'm sure you know you probably weren't expecting it as well. So, can you just tell us the experience? You know. Um, okay, so seven day star is something I will always be grateful to God for. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I remember when when God told me to go serve there, uh, I. I was fresh out of school. I was as broke as possible. Mm. So I, I, I didn't even want to do ministry at that time. Right? Um, I wanted to make money and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but God told me to go to this uh, catch the spirit on the set man and um, learn church administration. Mm. Right? Um, serving in this star taught me structure. Wow kind of structure that you would usually only see in organizations that are for profit. Mm. Many times I look at the senior pastor, Pastor Sam, and I've asked him many times too, how did you walk into all of this? Where did you get all of this, right? Um, So I learned structure. I learned simplicity in that place, Mm. right? Um, I, I learned purpose, 
I learned to balance faith with reason. Mm. And then he gave me an awesome platform wow. to talk to people I would normally not be able to talk to. He opened my eyes to many realities I wouldn't have seen. Basically, I served in that church for 12 years as a pastor. Wow. And um, I wouldn't have been the same person if I had not. Wow. Wow, that's that's so great. Yeah, I love that word structure, you know, and that was one of those things that uh, structure and purpose actually one of those great things that got me connected to Reverend Sam. And he's, he's one of my biggest mentor. You know, when I met him at Lagos, simplicity, like you said, was just what I found. It was down to heart, simple, you know. He didn't treat me like a stranger. He took me in as a, as a son and I respect God's grace, you know upon his life so to the basis of tonight's session you know um i'm sure you're already prepared for this and um you will be a great blessing to us tonight you know in this time and season we cannot but talk about trials and challenges because that's apparently what people mm -hmm. are facing right now you know sometimes it makes me ask myself like where was the the alarm where was the news flash of trials and challenges before covid so it was like covid you know magnified the whole thing now we know people are broke people are hungry people are homeless i'm like all this were not on the news before you know so scripture defines trial as a common event to all men like it's it's a common thing that happens to all men so i, I want you to start this session tonight by first defining trials you know because some people it looks like a, a very some people is, they, they tag trials like a spiritual problem you know something like a foundational battle i want you to define trials in your in your own word all right um <clears throat> so it's 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 like you said it's what all of us who go mm -hmm. through um, sorry, it's what all of us go yeah. through already, right? Um, so, so in, in um, what Isaiah said was that God was telling His people, "When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you, and when you pass through the fires, they shall not yeah. burn you." That's when, not if, mm. right? Uh, because you will pass through all of those True. things. Here's a nice way to look at it: when when you get to school primary school, elementary school, there's a time they give you tests mm -hmm. and examinations. Yeah. You don't find it mm -hmm. funny. You have to read, you have to stretch. But you know that once you pass it, you move to the next level. That's right. And that's basically what tests, trials, examinations, they're all mm -hmm. the same thing. What they do is to try you test you, yeah. examine okay. you, and when you succeed at it, then you move to another level. If you fail at it, you stay at that level and you face it mm -hmm. again. You can never wish it away, yeah. right? So what we should pray for is not an absence of trials, it's the strength to prevail against them, That's right? right? And, and if, if we have that mindset, we may be able to handle our trials Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. And um, it's going to lead me to hugs because, you know, in every, this, this is this is a common question in every Christian gathering. Uh, you hear Christians saying, oh, once I give my life to Christ, am I exempted from trials? You know, so, and uh, th that brings me to understand that there are common trials and, you know, there are life-threatening trials, you know. So are, are Christians 
exempted from trials. You know, let me put it that way. Um, so I remember preaching somewhere and um, I, the first thing I said to them was that, that I wanted to apologize on behalf of every pastor that has promised them mm. that once they give their lives to Christ, they are free from issues and trials. Mm. And that I was going to apologize on behalf of all of these pastors because even the pastors... Of course. Them, right? Yeah. Um, so being a Christian, as far as I'm concerned, the biggest deal about being a Christian is that you know that you are not passing through them alone. That's right. What you see in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 is that there is no temptation that has taken you such as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted more than you are able to yeah. bear. And then with every test, it makes a way of escape. So um, when you have someone with you in that trial, the most important person, That's right. right? With you in that trial, then you get to ask questions. You get to pray. You get to ask, how much longer will this last? Strengthen me as this is mm -hmm. going on. You get to keep your character in check. It prevents, um, it prevents you from doing crazy mm -hmm. things, right? To get out of that trial, okay? Um, and that's it. The promise is that he will be with us yeah. in all of this. And usually you know that if you are together, since he cannot die, then you will not mm. die in this. Since he cannot be defeated, you will not be mm. defeated in this. And that's the, the big deal about being a Christian. Not that you won't face it. In fact, in some cases, that's when you face it. True. Because that's when you need to be tested. True, true, true. I love that. It's going to lead me to that same scripture because... Uh, that scripture gives us an insight that in the midst of trials, like you said, there will always be a way of escape. Now, responding to trials and challenges has always been the questions for most Christians. Let's just be honest, you know, because, you know, we, we tend to compare our trials and challenges with that of others. And, you know, we question how to come out of all this thing. So my question, uh, or let me say, I want you to start out this intercession tonight, you know, with, the, with what I've tagged, beating every trials, you know. So I, I want you to, to, to speak to us in that light because we've defined trials. We've come to understand right now that it's, it's a common event that every man will have to pass through, you know, and as Christians, we are not even exempted from that. And that's even when we will be tested more, like you said. So I want you to talk to us tonight about beating every trials. So the floor is yours, sir. All right, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> and thanks to everyone, everyone who's um, joined this session. I can assure you that uh, because it's God's word we are sharing, um, You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. This this will bless you, right? Okay, so I, I want to share a thought. Um and I'll try to speed it up. I'll share a thought from the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter one. Uh which for me was the first right? That yeah. things may not always look the way we want mm -hmm. it to, right? Um so you see in Genesis chapter 1, um, of course, I am focusing on verse 1 to 12, but I'm not going to read it here. Uh, but if, if you're taking notes, that's, that's perfect. 
uh, you can take your time to uh, just cross-examine uh, these things I'm going to say. Uh, so I'll say that the at the risk of sounding blasphemous, but it's there in the Bible, so you can go pick yours and read it in any yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, so we see in the very first verse of the Bible, um, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then the next line focuses on the earth. Yeah. The earth was shapeless, mm -hmm. empty, dark, and filled with water. That's what the verse yeah. 2 said. So, I then asked, so what about heaven? But apparently heaven is not our business. Mm -hmm. Earth is our business. Yeah. And then God, the perfect God, created it. And Jesus had said in Matthew 6, a good man out of the treasures of his heart brings forth good things. So you would expect that a perfect God out of the perfect treasures of his heart will bring good forth days. perfect things. But then he brought forth this earth and it was shapeless, it was empty, it was dark, and it was waterlogged. Yeah. So that the spirit of the Lord could not descend on it, it had to hover above the waters, yeah. right? So what did God do? Because this, this is what trials look like when the outcome doesn't look yeah. like what you mm -hmm. wanted. That's a trial. You then share a testimony when that outcome is changed. That's right. So God was the first to face it. Someone would say, how dare you say God has problems? He still has problems. He sent his son to die for all of us and still many people are intent on going to hell mm -hmm. anyway. So yes, he faces this thing. The big difference is he doesn't cry, he doesn't backslide, yeah. and he doesn't change character. Mm -hmm. So, but the reality is there. He faces it as he faces it. So what did he do? Um, <clears throat> now, when you look at the way the Bible listed the problems, I totally believe it wasn't listed in that sequence in error. So, if I was the one dealing with this, the first thing I'll say is, let there be shape. Mm. After that, let there be fullness. And then after that, let there be light. And then after that, we saw the water. But the first thing he does here is say, let yeah. there be light. Mm. And after he created the light, you would notice that he called the light day and he called the light. darkness night. And everything he created was during the day, not during the night. So that's the first thing I'd like to say to anyone um, on this trial thing. The first thing you want to do is shed light on the problem. Mm, like that. Shed light on the problem. Many times, um, we are busy fighting the wrong things. Mm. So I, I, I said to a couple once that, so my wife said something when you were very rich, it wasn't an issue. She said the same thing when you were broke, you got angry. It's not what she said. It's a situation. That is a problem. It's your state part time. Mm -hmm. So if you don't shed light on the problem, then you will attack the wife 
instead of whatever is making you interpret mm, it that way. That's right. See? So when you go to the hospital, why do you go there? Sometimes you just know how you're feeling and then the doctor asks you for the symptoms. And then you say it, then sometimes they ask you, have you been taking any medication? What medication have you been taking? Then they are writing notes and putting everything together. They went to school all those years to be able to shed light on the problem. Yeah. When you finish saying everything, then they run the test, put all the data together and tell you this is the problem. Now, the moment the diagnosis is correct, the treatment can be fine. Yeah, that's right. If the diagnosis is wrong, your treatment will put you in mm. trouble. And that's the first thing, shed light on the problem. Um, what exactly is going on, mm -hmm. right? Um, Am I reading this thing correctly? Is it even a problem? So, so you look at it. A pastor friend of mine was saying this morning that this period has been the best for his ministry. Wow. Strange, yeah. isn't it? Obviously, he shed a different kind of light on that yeah. problem. And that's very, very critical. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, and it's one of my favorite verses, it says, who is like a wise man and who knows the interpretation of a thing? said, a man's wisdom will make his face shine and the standardness of his face is removed. So we all see the same thing. Your interpretation is the main issue. That's right. I saw a post yesterday. Um, the artist put two men beside each other. One looked very successful. The other was a drunk. And he said the two of them were asked, what led to you becoming this way? And the two of them gave the same answer. Because they are siblings. They said, my father was an alcoholic. Mm. Yet that same fact made one prosperous and made the other one destroyed. Yes. Right? So, we have to shed light on the problem. This whole space has shown us the importance of shedding light on situations. Some of us pastors are very angry that we can't converge our people. Some other pastors are very happy that through the social media platforms, they can reach even more mm -hmm. people. It's about the light you shed. But the pandemic came. You can't deny it. You can't remove it mm -hmm. from history. It came. How you see it then determines what to do about That's it. Right. And how, how do you shed light on problems, right? It's good to read. It's good to pray. It's good to study God's word. Uh, to come for meetings like this, to seek counsel, things that shape your perspective so you can think better, offer better diagnosis to the problem. Yeah. So the first thing God did was let there be light. The first one. The second thing he did, I listed the problems, um, shapelessness, emptiness, darkness, and then the water, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, and I had an Instagram meeting this morning, and, and that was what we prayed with. Wow. When he decided to deal with the waters, he created a firmament and then separated the waters, took some to mm -hmm. heaven, left some here. Yeah. If water, according to verse 2, was one of the problems, then what God was showing us was that some of these problems I would take and deal with. Some you would deal with. You would deal with. Mm. And apparently, human beings have learned to deal with the, let's say, water problem on the earth. And so there are boats, there are ships, there are yurches, right? There are sports we do with them. with them. Because at that level, God believes that human beings can handle it. So, yes. The other thing to think about after you have shed light on the problem is, is this for me to solve? Mm. Or for God. I have written an exam. I read very well. I did my best. I submitted. It's no longer for me to solve. For the marker. If anything is going wrong there, it is not for me anymore. That's right. So, like, like I said earlier in the day, um, so if it is for me to solve, and I should solve it. If it is not for me to solve, then I should take it to the one who can solve it. Either way, I am not, I'm wasting time worrying. Either way. Yeah. Now, the one that is for me to solve is most likely a wisdom problem. Mm. Yes. Wisdom answers the question, what should I do? When you call someone a wise man, it's basically because they are able to answer the question, what should I do, part-time. Mm. So, that's a wisdom problem. The other one is then a faith issue. Mm. But even the Bible says if you lack wisdom, you still go to God. Yes. So at the end of the day, taking these issues to God helps. Mm. But in some cases, so you're a Christian, you have a job, you are nasty on the job, you can't hold a relationship with anyone, that's a wisdom problem. You don't take that case to God. You go apologize to whoever you need to apologize to and you mind your behavior. That's it. Um, so you're a Christian, you got, you got a good job, but you 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 attend all night prayer sessions such that you go to work the next day and you sleep. Yeah. And then you say you were interceding for the company. And I say, wait. At the point of interview, before they took you in, did you promise them <laughs> that you spent all the nights interceding. interceding for them and then sleeping the next if that was not what you agreed, mm. then you're being dishonest. Yeah. That is a wisdom problem, right? Making wrong choices, choosing bad friends, those are wisdom That's problems. Right. And the best way to fix them is to read God's word, make friends with people that are thinking are right, mm -hmm. okay? 
and ask relevant questions. The waters that God took to him are the things that are too big for us. Mm. Take those issues to him with all the faith in your heart. Yeah. Play your part and then you'll play his part. I can tell you this. Um, in my young life yet, I've had my fair share of trials. Mm. And mine started from a very young age. Very young age. But I have seen that God's, God's ways are quite uh, different from ours, right? Um, and more trustworthy. Yeah. Okay. So I was sharing with another group, and um, I said, and I remember one incident clearly that God used to speak with me. And it was a very small incident. It's probably happened to everybody here. Um, so my son was, my younger son was one, was a year old, yes, at that time. I think, yeah. And he was in the hospital. Um, he wasn't feeling, obviously not feeling yeah. good. And they were going to give him an injection, right? Um, his mom was with him. I was just walking in. So, of course, you know, kids can mm -hmm. be, and he was quite strong. So he was fighting it off and all that. And then I walked in. My son saw me. Okay. So he jumped into my arms. And of course, in his mind, he was thinking, Daddy is here now. Mm -hmm. I'm safe. But what did Daddy do? I held him down. And... He got the injection. <laughs> I will not forget how he looked at me after. He looked at me like a betrayer. Not like, hey, I trusted you. <laughs> how would you do this to me? Yeah. So I sat down and it hit me. Isn't it like this with God? That's right. I held him down because I loved him. If I had done what he wanted me to do at that time, he would have interpreted it as love, but it was hatred. Yeah. Because it won't get mm -hmm. better. So sometimes, what we are going through is what we need to go through so that we can come out better on the other yeah. side. And it's when we go to God that we can get this perspective. Mm. Some of these trials are injections we must take. Mm. Yes. And if you fast for 40 days, 80 days, what you are going to see is not that God will take the trial away. You just notice that you are stronger and you are able to take the trial. Yeah. After all, you have been able to go for 80 days without mm -hmm. food. So, could you take mm -hmm. the trial, right? Yes. So, um, so you determine if it's your problem to solve or if it's God's problem to solve and then align with whatever um, God says. And then this one is critical. Big one. The next thing God did was after he had taken some of this water to heaven, he looked at the water on earth and then he said, let the waters on the earth be gathered yeah. together and let dry ground yeah. appear. Now this is a mistake many of us make. This water was supposed to be like the problems within this context, yeah. right? And then God said, gather the problem to one side and get a life. Mm. 
important. See, our lives are multifaceted. So you, you have a family, you have a career, you have a ministry, you have friends, probably have an education, and, and all of that. So you fail in school, and then you become nasty to your friend. You stop praying. You stop talking to anyone. You start drinking. What have you done? More problems. You have refused to gather the water to one side. My relationship is not working. I will ensure that it's only my relationship that is not working. Yeah. So that when it's time to fix it, we will fix that mm -hmm. one. So I said to a couple once, I, I was talking to this couple and um, the, man, the man started facing hard times, right, financially. Um, and then he became really nasty to his wife. So I called him one day and I said, I said, you and I know that this is not who you really are. It's the fact that you're broke that's causing it. He said, yes. I said, don't let the lack of money cause problems that plenty of money cannot mm. fix. One day, money will come. I said, will your wife still be there? It's a question. If you make her own mad now, send her away now, when that money comes, it won't be worth it. Yeah. I said, is it money you are looking for? Let's focus and look for money without destroying the other things that have been working. Yeah. And that's the point we all should face. See, God is not a monster. True. I refuse to agree that you will be here and every part of your life will be going down at the same time. Yeah, it's not possible. I don't agree. Something is working. Mm -hmm. And if, like we said earlier, this problem is not for you to fix. It's for God to fix. Then while God is fixing that, why not maintain yeah. the part of life that is working? Most times when we are sad, it is because we have a laser focus on the bad. Yeah. And totally ignore. And I know, yes. Because, yes, the bad one stares us in right face. in the face. <laughs> And that's where the discipline comes from. Mm. Focus is a core function of discipline. Yeah. To say, this is where I will look. So David said, why are you um, disquieted within me, oh my soul? He said, open God once more. See, that was interesting. The man could feel depression coming. And he started talking mm. to it. And saying no. Hope in God. in God again. In the popular Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his name. The next thing they said was, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. It's very easy for us to forget the benefits when something doesn't seem to be going right. But remember what God did. Gather the water to mm. one side. Keep it somewhere and let dry ground appear. The other parts of your life that are working, yeah. please, don't flood them mm. too. 
right? And then the next thing he did was he said, after ground, dry ground appeared, he said, let them start bearing fruit. Again, you have parts of your life working, let those ones bear fruit. Yeah. Sometimes you borrow, just like you have a chain of businesses, right? Um, to a group. Mm -hmm. And there are times when one of the establishments seems to be going through a hard time and you, you channel funds from another part of the group to run the to other it. one. Yes. Your life is like that. Sometimes my pocket is not doing very well, but I have amazing friends. Yeah. When I'm thinking about my finances and I'm sad, and I get together with my friends and I'm happy, I am borrowing resources mm. to feed the other one. But when I shut down my good relationships, shut down my, 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 my prayers, shut down my study of the scriptures, then all I have is that thing that is not working. And it will ultimately kill mm -hmm. me. This is the reason trials consume some people. Yeah. Because there's nowhere to gain strength from. Nowhere to get joy from. Nothing. It's just that one. And it's dangerous, yeah. right? Okay. And then um, the last part of it. I mean, um, the, the first time I went through this, it took me three weeks to teach it. Wow. Yes. We'll just keep it short. So, <laughs> the last part of it. Um, okay. So, when, when we know that trials are tests, examinations, right? When, when we know this, then we will understand that we go from one to another. Mm -hmm. Yes. We, we go from one to another. And it's just a it's a proof of who you are. See, when, when my kids want to carry something and they are battling it and they are not able to carry it, it looks like a problem for mm -hmm. them. Then I show and I carry it, right? It's not a problem mm -hmm. for me. What's the difference? Grow. I have grown. Mm -hmm. That's it. These things are asking for growth. Mm -hmm. Growth, health, some things you can carry now. If you were sick, you wouldn't be able to carry them. The thing did not change its weight. Yeah. It's your state that changed. Mm. So let's face it. So some things that are making some people commit suicide. I was telling some friends that we're, we're just goofing around. And, and I said, I said, look at you. You are shivering. Because you are owing bank in 10 million. You are shivering. Mm. I said there are people that are in billions of course. in that mm -hmm. country. And they are living mm -hmm. there. <laughs> but I heard of a, a bank that somebody was owing them billions. And then the man became ill. Then the bank flew him abroad for treatment. <laughs> wow. So I was joking with my friend. I said, how much are you in? Look at mm -hmm. me. <laughs> See? So while I'm not um, advocating, no, go and be owing, right? Before somebody says, hey, I'll go and tell my creditor how much am I owing you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
I'm only saying that the Bible wasn't wrong when it said there's no temptation that has taken you or such as is common to man. It has happened to some other Before. people. And some of them have grown enough to handle those problems well. Sure. So that, that's it, basically. So when you get over a face, it is important that you keep growing. Mm. Growth is very critical. Yeah. And the ways to grow are by reading and by relationships, getting a mentor and all of that, very, very critical, right? So don't get carried away. Keep going, keep moving, and you'll be the better for it, right? Let's not forget, God gave a feedback for each level after he solved each problem. He would look at it and he would say, it is good. And that's the other thing I want to say to whoever is listening as I wrap this up. How many of our testimonies are 100% good? Mm. How many of your problems have you feed and God can look at it and say, yes, it is good. Mm. How many times have you helped yourself and given the glory to God as a way? Yeah. Slept with somebody you shouldn't sleep with to get a promotion? Mm. Lie here, lie there. Right? And then say, this is the Lord's doing. And the Lord is somewhere behind saying, this is not my doing. Mm. So we have to pay attention to that. We all know the story of Joseph. How, due to no fault of his, he found himself a slave somewhere. And when Mrs. Potiphar wanted to sleep with him, if you, if you, if you think about it, in today's world, Potiphar was like a minister of defense. Yeah. His wife was not a small mm -hmm. woman. High class. Yeah. So it was quite easy and tempting for a Joseph to say, you know what, madam, we'll do this. No worries. I can't be sleeping with you. I remain asleep. Yeah. Right? So what are you going to do? You get me my freedom. You get me maybe one or two cars. Get me a lovely apartment. Place me on salary. And when a guy is not around, I, I do the work you want me to mm -hmm. do with you. Right? And then the woman probably agrees, and then Joseph now has a lovely apartment with two cars. Then Joseph comes to church and Shed says, Praise the Lord, I came to this country as a slave. See what the Lord mm. has done. And then everybody will say, Yeah, I claim it. I receive it, mm. right? Um, what Satan did not know, and what Joseph's brothers did not know in pushing Joseph there was that God did not show the full picture. Yeah. What God said was that he would be a leader. God did not mention location. Mm. What they didn't know was that pushing him into a pit and then to Potiphar and then to prison was the route to where he was going. That the worst life seemed to get for him the closer he got to destiny. And somebody here needs to hear this. You don't have to cut short your journey. Yeah. 
It's a process. All you need to do while this thing is hitting you and affecting you is to make sure that the person that wrote the script of your life is still involved. Yeah, love that. As long as you can guarantee that, you will ultimately be fine. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Pastor Tara. Like that was that was deep. Like, see, I had to I had to pen things down, you know, and take those mm-hmm. notes. And I believe it's the same for everyone that has connected today. You know, I love that last line that you said. You said, ensure that even while this thing is coming thick and thin ensure that the person who wrote the script of our life is still involved that's that's the that's the most important thing you know about every journey trials you know whatever it could be ensure that the script writer is still there you know you want the production of your life to go out well ensure the writer of that script is still there wow thank you thank you so much everybody has has heard today trials are it's, it's 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 an examination every one of us has to has to go through you pass it you move to the next level you fail it you repeat the same thing again and 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 the, the you know i think just to buttress what you said i think what Charles is looking for is our growth to see that you know because the more you grow you know it gets better every day and you know I, i'm just i'm just so so blessed so blessed tonight and uh, you know i won't want you to just leave just like that I, I want you to to pray you know for every online participant right now because trust me it's it's a it's a common thing that every one of us is going to some can't even t- tell it some can't share it some are even tired of talking to their friends you know because apparently they've been talking to the wrong set of people mm-hmm. you know but it, it's it's an examination class that all of us are, are sitting some are in the front seat some are at the back seat i just want you to pray for everyone watching right now you know you know that in in this period, even even I, I miss this season. All right, thank you. Um, <clears throat> let's pray, Father. We thank you. Your word says, "In all things, give yes. thanks." Not for all things, not about all things. In all things, yes. in every situation, and so, Lord. Regardless of our situation, regardless of our circumstances, regardless of where we find ourselves right now, we thank you. We thank you because things that overwhelm us cannot overwhelm you. We thank you because you've never been confused and that our lives are in your hands. And so, Father, I pray for everyone listening to me now whose time of rescue has come. Father, rescue Amen. them. Deliver Amen. them in the name Amen. of Jesus. There's someone that needs to pass through this test. Lord, strengthen Amen. them. And Lord, let them see clearly the reward that Amen. is to come. Father, I ask for everyone listening to me, most importantly, I ask for a healthy relationship Amen. with you. You are our creator. You are our God. Father, be real to us. Help us to know you for ourselves. And help us to pass through life with you. As we go into the month of June, we receive multiple testimonies. 
let someone's life change forever. Amen. Lord, help us to recognize opportunities. Amen. Thank you, Thank Father. You, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Tola. Like, um, Thank you. You've, you've lifted so many bodies right now in the hearts of people. And uh, you know, I'm seeing the comment that, you know, it was such a blessed and impactful session that we had here today. And I'm sure everybody's excited, you know. Thank you. Thank you so much. Giving me the hope that I can beat every, every trial. And um, I have this so much passion for you know, Nigeria, you know, everybody that knows me knows that apparently, uh, apparently that's where the ministry is located, even though I'm here in East State. I just want to give words of encouragement, you know, something from your heart, you know, to, to every Nigerian watching right now. And maybe those from other countries can take advantage of it, you know, just something from your heart, you know, to all Nigerians right now. Okay. Um, so... I'm I'm very Nigerian, yeah. <laughs> I haven't been here too long, and um, I was I was speaking with a friend yesterday, and I said that Nigeria, I said I know what is going on there more than you. <laughs> I'm keeping up all the time. Mm -hmm. Same right? here. Um, yes, as I am very much Nigerian, um, an assignment in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's face it. Mm. The biggest difference between Nigeria and or between Africa and the developed world is that the people in leadership, institutional leadership, yeah. listen to and fear the people they yeah. are leading. In Nigeria, Nobody sends you. <laughs> That's the point. Mm. So number one, if you are a Christian, please note that having God is supposed to be an advantage. Yeah. Unfortunately, many of us are busy still talking about that. Don't wear trousers, don't wear skirt, abusing this pastor, abusing that pastor, and it's all distraction. Yeah. And I gave my life to Jesus. I was born in a Muslim home. And I eventually gave my life to Jesus. We had to have the conversation along the lines of, hey, so how would my life be better now that I'm with you? Mm. What are you going to show me? I tell people this, and it sounds funny. But in 2003, 17 years ago, I took a diary and I wrote the story of my life up to when I would die. Wow. As I heard God say to me, and what I wrote for the first 17 years have happened just like this. My friends from the university will not be surprised at all at what I'm doing now because I told them then. That's the advantage. It's, it's, it's a platform that knowing God gives yes. us. So I was a prayer meeting I had this morning. I was telling people that one of the biggest deals for me as a Christian is to be able to hear God say, go this way, don't mm -hmm. go that way. If you have divine direction, more than half of your problem is yeah. solved. So if you're a Christian here, whether you're in Nigeria or anywhere else, let your relationship with God work for you. Yeah. 
see things before others see it, hear things before others hear it. Don't get distracted with all the uh, see how he's dressing up. This pastor is this one. This one is that one. It's just a joke. The leaders really don't care. Mm -hmm. If you care for yourself and go to your creator and make this thing work. That's number one. Number two, last, last, when we get to heaven, um, you will not excuse your misbehavior with, I was in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. No. Mind your character. Yeah. Uh, stealing, corruption may be popular. Doesn't make it mm -hmm. correct. Like I said this morning, majority can be wrong. If you are a Christian, stay strong, yeah. stay on the path that God has put you. And like we said in the sharing we did, let your testimonies be 100% God. God. God has not created one person he cannot cater for. That's right. The only place where you have a problem is when you tell him, you know what, Lord, my business, my this, my that, eh, don't put your hand there. I'll sort it myself. And I come to church on Sunday, you can undo mm. that one. That's where we have it. Yeah. Right? So take full advantage of the relationship with God. Right? That's that's um, basically what I will say now. This question you asked, you and I know we can both talk about it. For of, course, of course, mm -hmm. of course. Of course. Let's let's uh -huh. that. And, Yes. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for being a no, blessing. Yeah. And uh, uh, to everyone listening right now, before you know, Pastor Tyler leaves. Uh, this session is going to be made available on IGTV, um, Instagram. It's going to be on my YouTube channel and on all podcasts. You know, after my team works on it, and before maybe tonight or tomorrow, you get to see online. So you can listen and over and over again because tonight was really, really deep. It was short and deep. It's something that everyone needs to hear so that you don't see every mountain as unmovable. You can actually displace all those mountains, you know, and it's your growth that your trials is actually looking out for. So you need to keep growing. You know, thank you so much, Pastor Tola. I'm so blessed, you know, to have yeah. you. I love you and I celebrate you. you. And my regards to the family. Thank yeah. you. And yours right. too, right? Thank you. I've had a good right. time. Thanks everyone for joining. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks to everyone that joined and um going to be signing out right now and um, it's going to be available like I said on audio podcast on my YouTube channel and you can also rewatch on um, Instagram and um, I look forward to next Saturday it's going to be amazing I have uh, somebody I'm going to be bringing up and just look out on my Instagram pages you know my Instagram page and Facebook fan page for notification and uh, I'd love to have you here next saturday as well okay i believe we were blessed i was i took notes i believe you did the same so thanks so much for joining a big shout out to pastor Tola for being a blessing to us all right you already know i love you and i celebrate you <laughs>